That L Word Podcast. Do you need the leadership work? Can you even love? A podcast about leadership and everything that people are afraid to say out loud. Do you love yourself? Because if you ain't leading yourself, how can you lead a multi-million dollar corporation? We're back for another episode of That L Word. Okay, that means that we can do something because the clock said so. Morgan will not talk until the clock goes. I don't want to waste all this good All the goodness. goodness. Yeah, this goodness. Speaking of goodness, we've got another amazing guest. I'm so excited for this one. Today, we and you're going to have to help me with your last name. It's it's Holly Seeger? Seeger. Seeger. Like Bob Seeger, but without the money. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So Holly and I were introduced through Catherine. Catherine. Yeah. I have a lot of cups of coffee with people. Catherine. It's another the person. Catherine from. Catherine Daniel from Montani. From, no, totally different. So I okay, met her of, through the chamber, had coffee with her, and then she's like, I need to put you in touch with my friend Holly. So then Holly and I had coffee, and on the way down, I was telling Morgan, we talked for over two hours. Yes, we did. And I was like, oh, no, I got to go. <laughs> but it felt like 10 minutes at the most. And I could easily talk for another 10 hours. Yeah, it was good. And then he told me that. And I said, I want to talk to her, too. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck you didn't invite me for? Well, there we go. Next, it, you know, Kava. We'll do it there. And then yes. We okay. You just agreed right now. You know that, right? <laughs> I'm paying attention. <laughs> I'm always paying attention. But so, no. Holly, why don't you introduce yourself first before we get too far down the rabbit hole? Mm. All right. Well, thanks for having me. My name is Holly Seeger. I am an astrologer. Glad I don't have to wear headphones so the unicorn horn doesn't get hooked up in that. Uh. <laughs> um, I am a retired. Hired corporate executive. So I spent 30 years uh, leading global divisions for a Fortune 300 company. Um, had lots of experience uh, with multiple business units in different business sectors. Um, know how to lead people all over the world. And what I can tell you is a Leo is a Leo is a Leo, whether you're in Korea, whether you're in South America, or whether you're in Wilmington, North Carolina. And so I've always been a hobby astrologist, and for years I started to pursue that, get some training, get some certification. I have a large circle of mentors that I work with, and I actually used my knowledge of astrology as a leader of a large organization. It helped me to understand the dimensionality of people, um, very similar to um, a Myers-Briggs or a DISC profile, but I always say you can't game your birth chart. Your day of birth is your day of birth, right? And what I can see in someone's chart um, gives me very similar information as any other framework that talks about human behavior and personality. So it's powerful stuff. That's what I was telling Morgan when, when I said, hey, I've got a great guest for us. I said, she uses astrology in the same way that I use assessments when I'm coaching. And we only pulled that thread a little bit when we were having coffee because we were talking about all kinds of different stuff, you know, but I was fascinated. I went home and probably talked my wife's ear off too because I was like, oh my gosh, I just had coffee with this amazing lady and I was like, she's like, astrology? Because naturally people think, and you know, you yeah. made the joke about the unicorn horn, but naturally people think it's super woo-woo and all that, right. but it's, it's a lot more than that. And it's really just a great gateway for you to have conversations with people about what's going on in their what lives. That, Absolutely. What that, what that lady named Chloe? <laughs> Chloe? Chloe? The one that was on, in like in That's the 90s. That's psychic stuff. The, psychic. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I, it's the same thing. When you say those certain things to people, it's right. the same uh, it's the same picture they put out. They say, oh, is that really real? Or right, right, yeah. right, right, yeah. My right. mission, <laughs> and I tell everyone that I meet, is that I want to bring astrology out from behind the beaded curtain. 
Um, yes, it can be magical, it can be mystical, it can be spiritual, but it also is a solid framework for understanding people. And my work is more about helping people connect into a part of themselves that they may have abandoned when they were 10 because of the people in their lives, their religious beliefs, their education, their friends who taught them to be a version of themselves. And let's go back to who you authentically were when you were born, right? And how do you align that? Um, and it's very, it's a personal journey, but it also can be fun. And people can get to know themselves, accept themselves, right? Comes to acceptance of why do I behave this way? Why do I feel this way? Because society tells me it's wrong. No, it's exactly how you have to feel, right? It's totally okay. <laughs> society pressures. Society pressures you, right? So how do you connect back to yourself, accept, understand, love yourself, but then how do I use it in... Um, a much more generic format to help people understand each other in a workplace or in families, right? I love doing wedding astrology, right? You're bringing together families that, uh, you know, we just know, I just know that my mother-in-law was a pain in the ass, right? I mean, (laughs) she got temperamental and she would have to control everything and I didn't like that. Why? Because I didn't want to be controlled, but I needed to have compassion for the fact that she needs control. And so let's just like, how do we make peace with that, right? Some people do. Some people do. You're saying she she personally needs it as a part of her character. Exactly. She has to demonstrate Mm. in some way. Now, whether she does that functionally or dysfunctionally is part of what I call soul therapy, where I then have, you know, longer term conversations with clients about. So I always say with every planet, every sign, there is a radiance when you're behaving in the best qualities of that sign or that planet and then there's the shadow and the shadow is that part that you get to when you're pressured stressed no one's keeping you in check you're not keeping yourself in check and you get a little on the ugly side side. right and so you know um, my kids joke that I give them a lot of tough love because I want to keep them in their radiance all the time right because I know what that looks like but how do you um, help clients find the balance because we're all going to show the shadow every once in a while it's life you know what I mean? Have you ever second-guessed this process before? Um, you know, in the beginning when I was first learning and doing it with people, and when I first had my very first astrology reading, some people will say, you know, that's not me at all, and I'm not that person. And at first I was like, did I do something wrong as the astrologer? Or what's wrong with me that I'm not what she says I should be, right? What I find is that's the golden nugget. Because that's the first window. They resist when they are not open to listening about who they might really be inside. And so when they're like, when they put their hand up and say, that's not me, I'm like, oh, okay, now we have something to talk about because this is going to be interesting. And then over time, people start to, you know, it's a contemplative process. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, It takes time, you know, soul therapy. That's what I call it. It's uh, coming back into connection with yourself. What, and I don't know if I asked you this when we were having coffee, what... What caused you to get your first reading? Oh, gosh. Well, okay. So um, I have, in a nutshell, I have lived um, a pretty interesting life filled with lots of ups and downs, twists and turns, um, starts and stops, restarted, hit the reset button multiple times on myself, right? Mm -hmm. No one pushed me to it. I did it to myself. And I've learned how to build your life back, right? Because something was wrong and I needed to implode it. And I needed to start over again. 
Um, and I had gotten that process down pretty well, and I was pretty resilient with how to deal with that part of myself and accept that part of myself. But I went through, and, it, and I went through this five-year period in my life where I had enormous amounts of loss. I lost a marriage. Um, I had relationship loss with my children temporarily. I had um, other partnership relationships that mm -hmm. were epic failures that were heart-wrenching. Um, I had elder care with both of my parents. I lost them. And I fell into a really bad place. Like, I just couldn't handle the grief over a five-year window, and I went to all of the shadow side of who I am. And for me, that's a scary place with my astrology. And so I was quickly going down that path, and I'm like, something has to change. So I um, started actually, I knew that I've tried therapy before, but I wanted to do something different, and I sought out healing modalities, right? Energy healers. Um, I went down the whole woo-woo path. I, I did shaman training. I did the whole the kitten rocks people. Oh my yes, the rocks, the crystals. I did. I was. A, I'm a Reiki master. I'm yeah. a certified hypnotherapist. For goodness <laughs> sakes, I mean, I had to figure it all out. I had to take it all apart. And it wasn't until I had my very first astrology reading that I got hooked. And I got hooked because the astrologer who read me was so gifted, and at the same time. She had me so disconnected with who I thought and what she was telling me that she intrigued me and she piqued my curiosity and she got me thinking and she taught me. And then that just drove in to all of, and it and explained who I am and why I am um, living what feels like a dichotomy and why do I always have to reset my life? Why do I do that? It's because it's in my astrology that I'm going to do that. You know, I've got Pluto on my rising sign. It's a sign of massive deep transformation that will repeat over and over again and you know it's what i came here to do instead of feeling like a victim it's like, okay what's to wrong be that with way. me man yeah. why do i keep doing this why do i keep putting myself in situations where i have to walk away from my life and start over again because this is what i came here to do so it's know? just another way to facilitate self growth and yeah your self-awareness and self-growth yep. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Once you get to know, so I always say there are three, the big triad of who you are is your sun, your moon, and your rising sign. Your sun sign is going to tell me your personality, your life force energy, that heat inside of you that must radiate out. You can try to cover that up. You can try to change it. Um, and it may be impacted by other planets in your chart. But that, knowing that part of yourself, like why you have to walk in the room and how you shine and being genuinely and authentically connected to that is so important. So many people dull their sun. They put a sunscreen over it because it's like, oh, I'm too much, you know, or I'm too introverted, so I got to be more, you know, fake and extroverted, right? So your sun sign is immensely important. And the moon sign is your emotional body. It tells me your emotional and subconscious psychic psychological, I didn't mean to say psychic, scratch that word. <laughs> that was too back behind the beaded curtain. Um, it's the psychology and the mindset that you have in those subconscious beliefs that come out in your moon. If someone backs you into a corner, your moon is going to tell me how you're going to respond. How are you going to defend yourself? How are you going to feel? How are you going to take your next step and what's your thought going to be on what I have to do next? That's your moon sign. And then your rising sign is what was on the eastern horizon the moment you were born. It's when the sun was rising in the sky. And that is the mask that you put on to hide behind. And it's oftentimes how other people see you. 
Um, and maybe you're not even aware that other people see you that way. And sometimes people, when I do their rising sign, they're like, oh yeah, that's so me. And sometimes people say, I didn't realize people saw me that way. And then if I ask their friends, they're like, oh yeah, they're totally like that. And it's like, you know, wow, I wasn't aware of that with myself, right? Okay, well, uh, yeah, let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> so for he's our doing listeners, let's do this right now. Holly looked up Morgan before know. we started, and the whole time he's been over here, like, singering his leg. He waited too long. The singing machine. <laughs> all right, all right. So, um, so first, let me just, I mean, I can't show everybody on a podcast, but this is uh, what we call an astrology birth chart. Okay, and a little mini lesson. The moment you are born, you are this X in the center of the chart. And astrologers centuries ago would seemingly stand next to you as a newborn infant, look in the sky, and they would map where all of the planets are. Okay, and that's what all these glyphs are on the inside of the chart. Those are the different planets. And each one of those planets is another part of your psyche. Psyche, not psychic, psyche. psyche. Okay, it's very... Um, psychological in some ways. Um, this this astrology has been studied by Carl Jung, okay? So it really is mapped to human behavior. And so when we read a chart, we look at how the planets are placed, we look at where the key planets are, and then these colorful signs on the outside are your actual zodiac signs. So you have many zodiac, people say, well, I'm a Leo. Well, but you're a Leo maybe for your son. But where's your moon? Where's your rising? Where's your Saturn? Where's your Pluto, right? And how do they interact with each other? So all those planets are a different part of you. Then the signs are how they are filtered, how they show up in your life. And those pie chart pieces are what we call houses. And they tell me where those planets are going to be most impactful in your life, what part of your life. So the first thing I'm going to see when I look at your chart is I'm going to see that you are on the cusp of Gemini and Cancer, okay? So did you know that about yourself? What do you call yourself? Cancer or Gemini? Cancer. Do you? Okay, Cancer's the nurturing energy. Um, it is the home. It is that heart and soul that wants to care for others, wants to provide a safe, secure, and loving environment for other people. You genuinely care about people, like you care. Like when you see people in need, you care about them and you wanna know how you might be able to be helpful. Um, and that's the radiance side. They're very intuitive people. This is a water sign. So that means that you interpret the world through how you feel. Like it's, it's all about what's in here and your gut and your heart. That's how you prefer to filter the world, not your logic, but what's down here. Um, the shadow side of cancer is that because they're so emotional, sometimes when people make them feel bad, they can go back into their shell, like, boom, I'm going back in, and I may or may not want to interact with you anymore, or I can clap back like a crab, right? Because cancer's the crab. Cancers also have the capacity to say, and we're done, and I need to know we're done because I can't emotionally handle you anymore. And so they can be the sign of the zodiac that can be very conclusive um, about how situations are impacting them because cancers are so aware of how they feel all the time and the feelings of other people, people around them. People always ask me that piece. It's like, how can you just cut people off? I say, you just do it. Yeah, you just do it. Just <laughs> so do it, easy, like, so easy for cancer. So do to do it. That. Like, it doesn't work. Yep. <laughs> do you want to feel this way? No. So you stop talking. People always say, you just, so, I'm, I'm so cold. I'm so, you know, they tell me that. I'm like, I just, I can move on in a heartbeat. Well, and the cold part of you is your moon. Because your moon is in Gemini. 
Gemini is not a cold sign, so I just want for people who are listening, Geminis are wonderful people, okay? Um, but Gemini is an air sign, so it's not water. Water is emotion. It's connected intuitively to your body. Air signs are like float thoughts floating through the air, wind, okay? So Gemini energy is not, doesn't kind of tread water and hang out for a while. It's moving really fast. And so that means that things are not staying very long in one place. Very, very fast movement energy. And your moon sign is your emotions. So you don't really always stick with something for very long because it's like, ah, I can kind of, it comes in, it goes out, I'm moving on. I'm, I might be able to interpret and take it differently. Very resilient, right? Because I'm it doesn't, fast. it's like the, Gemini <laughs> moves fast and they're fast thinkers. They process things fast. They can be very mental because their minds are all the time, churning, 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 churning. When I say, um, when I try to define the air signs, Gemini is like a hummingbird and they love to share information. So they come over here, they pick up this piece of it. I got to go tell somebody, I'm going to go tell you, and then I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you. And it's little nuggets of pollen, of ideas, of concepts, of information, of gossip. I got to talk to you about it, man, because I got to go out and share it with other people. So they're the reporters of the Zodiac, right? I got something, I gotta go tell people, right? Not always great secret keepers. And that's, and that's um, because you have other planets that are interacting with that moon. So you've got a couple of red lines coming out of that moon. Um, most importantly is your Neptune. So Neptune can be very secretive. Um, and so then I look at your rising sign and your rising sign is that sort of mask that you wear and your moon is sitting right on your rising sign. So it's also Gemini, which means that people see you as a quick thinker, you're fast on your feet, you are an information sharer, you are very active, right? You're constantly on the go, your thoughts are always moving. Um, the shadow side of Gemini is sometimes people think that they can be duplicitous. Um, it's mean? the sign of the twins. And so um, two-faced can be the shadow side, right? So because Gemini is always sharing information, they don't always stop to make sure the information they're sharing is consistent and corroborates itself, right? And so oftentimes people say they're so two-faced. And I'm like, I don't think they are. I just think that they're desire to communicate, they're not being clean with how they're sending their message. And so you interpret that sentence one way, you interpret it completely different. And now it's like, wait a minute, she's lying, right? Or she's got something going on. She didn't tell us the same thing. So they're often misunderstood and considered to be sort of two-faced. Um, in their shadow. So I always, when I work with Geminis, I always say, be careful with your words, be careful with your actions and how you are communicating with people because um, it's, you can be easily misunderstood. It's ruled by the planet Mercury, which is in retrograde right now. That's like the big astrology, wah, wah. Mercury's in retrograde, oh my God, this guy's falling. It doesn't mean that necessarily. It just means that communications can get scrambled because Gemini is about communicating and sharing and sending messages and being social very social. I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> so does any of that ring true? Does any, and then what do you, what, what, you know, what, what, what do you guys, say first, what do you uh, think, uh, Jody? Uh, do you think that that rings true? I think it all rings true. And I think that the, over, the, well, sometimes the need to share information overrides the thought process or, you know, that goes behind it. I could see that because you're always like, you're always on, always transmitting. And then sometimes I'll say, yeah, remember when we, 
when we talked about this, you'd be like, I don't remember that. Yeah, no. I don't remember stuff. Right. Because it's not, Gemini doesn't hold on to things, right? And that's a beauty of Gemini. Gemini doesn't, doesn't have to fester with things. So holding on to the information is not always there. Air signs tend to be very transactional. I did it. I'm done. I'm moving on. Boom. I wrote, I'm going on book number five now in the last three, two years, how long it's been. And people are like, how do you do it? They say, so tell me about this book. I say, I don't don't even remember what I wrote. (laughs) Let alone tell you about it. Like once I'm done with it, it's over. And I'm on to the next one. It doesn't mean no good. I have to be doing something else. I take a lot of notes. I, I read a lot of things because I, I always want to be, even now I'm going fast, uh, I always want to be moving forward. Like I always talk yes. about momentum, momentum, yep. momentum. There momentum. you go. You know, like the guy that was here, he said, well, that's moving fast. He said, I'm already thinking about it. I said, I was thinking about it before you left. Right? I know what I want to do. I don't want to think about it. I don't have to, and that's where me and my wife have issues because she's like, she's slow. Oh, she might be an earth sign. Right, she's slow. Well, February 23rd, 1979, right? And so like, we have a conversation, and I'd be like, this is what I'm feeling. This is how I feel. This is what I want you to do. This is what I need from you, and this is what I did. I'd be like, what do you think about that? And she'll go. Just waiting. I'm like, are you going to say something? She said, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I like, well, damn, is it that hard? Yeah, but- <laughs> she's, she's definitely different from you. She's a Pisces. Correct. Um, and so, you know, they process information very differently. You don't have anything in your Pisces in your chart, right? So you don't have any planets sitting there. And for you, that Pisces energy, which is um, also a very deep water sign, very intuitive. I mean, she's even more more able to read a room. She may not always tell you that she can read a room, but she knows things that you don't. She always uh, says, I can just feel it. Yeah, of course she does. That's that woman. Mm, no, no, no. Well, it is, it is its feminine energy, but it's very much a Pisces <laughs> thing. Um, but yeah, so that is different than your cancer water. It's different than your cancer water. Yeah, it's slightly different. You're both water signs. It's both emotional, but it's, there's nuances, too, between a cancer and a Pisces. Pisces is never going to cut people off. Never. Oh, she holds on to everything. Oh, we no. talk about this. Pisces don't Jesus cut. Christ, like, can we like can we move on from like ten years ago? No, I don't cut things off. I hate that. <laughs> like, what do we still doing they ten don't. years ago? And and they but and they don't let go of relationships. So you are like, we're done. Like you no longer are working for me, so I can move on. It's very hard for a Pisces to move on. Almost impossible. I will tell you a story offline about that. <laughs> but it's so true. I'm like, what? What's going on because right now? Because they're the healers. They feel intuitively like they can fix the world. And so they don't want to give up. They want to keep trying to their own detriment. To their own de- They will put themselves Said in peril. Other, I, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I said, it's like as we were, you know, having a, a, a marriage counseling and, uh, and we talked about it. And I'm going to keep it very brief, hun, so I won't say anything detailed. But like it's, I was like, it's almost like you can live in and be happy, be unhappy. Like for me, I'm like, no, like, okay, no, or just right. <laughs> changing. She, I was like, and she just stays there. I'm like, why? That doesn't, that doesn't even sound right. Yeah. So yeah, I can get into a very, much deeper reading with you oh, about you how you're going to college. Just- to college. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what astrology is good at, right? So you yeah. take one person, you help them connect with themselves, then you put the another partner with them, right? You can do a synergy reading where you take two charts and lay them together, and now you're going to see where you light each other up and where you're going to trigger each Hold other. Hold on. So I'm a, I need to. I want to. So now, out of the, based on what you said, because I wrote it down, it says. When the client like hits that wall, well, you said one thing that I was like, uh, the two-faced piece. Mm-hmm. 
That's You're not two-faced intentionally. That is not your intent, but it can be how you come across because you are, you are speaking and maybe not always in a way that you remember that this guy's going to hear it and interpret it differently than I am. And so we could have, you could have two separate conversations with us and we can get together and Jody be like, did you believe that this happened? And I'm like, no, I, I didn't get that at all from him because Gemini's are fast talking. They're fast communicators. And so they're not always, um, I don't, how do I, I want to say this incorrectly, integrity of how you speak, the consistency of how you communicate I messages. So much, so, oh man, I focus so much on consistency because I, I, want, I don't want to come across as inconsistent. Right. Could it be possible that that's something that he's aware of mm -hmm. and is working so on? When your planet, so where piece. your planets sit in your chart, it's what you came here to work on. These are the, this is the path that you're on in this life. So it's highly likely that you're like, man, I take this so seriously. And it's like, yes, you do, because you have your, your moon there. That's an enormously important, and your rising sign. If you aren't thinking about how clear you are and consistent you are with your communication, but it doesn't mean that you could still have in the shadow. And I always say, I'm not saying you're in your shadow. I'm saying it's what happens when you're not clear. And that may be why you're so motivated to be consistent. It's only when you fall into the shadow that you yeah, could, it's, you it's could a big find piece, yourself. Yeah, I talk so much and I say so much and I give so much information. Not being genuinely, not being genuine and not being consistent will come across in a very negative way because yes. it would be, it would to me. And as I sit here and think about it now, if I look back like way before I was doing self work or self awareness in general, then I would just say things just for the sake of saying them right. because it was benefits me then. Right. But I, what I always tell people, I no longer use my powers for evil. I only use it for good. Yes. Right? Yes. And, so, uh, and, and that's what I, I, I but I, it took a while. I mean, you talk about half my life where I was doing the other thing, but I like it was, it wasn't right. It didn't feel right. Yeah. Because that's, this is a, ma a massive part of this life journey for you. Astrologers believe that your soul is eternal. You have many incarnations. It's just how, that's the woo-woo side of me, is that I know that... I like the woo-woo I don't what, know if everybody else so, like, I like the woo-woo. You know, I always <laughs> say to people when they get skeptical with me, I'm like, if you can agree that we are an eternal soul and that this is one experience, this is one lifetime of many that you're going to live, your birth chart's like the answer key to the SATs. Like, why not even look at it? Why not try to understand it? Mm. You may walk away and go, this doesn't work for me. We've all tried to read self-development books that just didn't resonate with us. So we put it down. Years later, we pick it up and we're like, this guy's on to something. It's so, I, oh my <laughs> yeah. God, I get it now. Because that's the time that you're supposed to get that book and you're supposed to read that book. You just got it five years too early, mm. right? They planted sometimes, the seed though. Yeah. Sometimes astrology is like that. I've had clients come back years later and say, Oh man, I get it now. Like I just needed to let it permeate into who I was. It's a contemplative exercise, but it's powerful and um, and it's insightful and it can be very freeing. And so the you best work thing with is, people. Yeah, 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 a lot of people, one on one. One-on-one. -on -one. And I do groups. I'll do, I mean, I do what we call astrology parties because some people are like, I don't know if I want self-development right now, but I think it'd be kind of fun to get a group of people together. I've done family reunions where we've done it with siblings. They don't cause problems? No, because if anything, they're just like, no <laughs> like, wonder yeah. why you're like that. And <laughs> yep. This is why we don't get along right yep. here. This is it right here. And then I'm like, okay, so if you've always struggled with each other, how, like, then I can start to translate it. Like, this is what, 
but this is what he needs. Mm -hmm. Okay, so compassion, empathy, a little patience with how he's going to behave, and then this is what he needs. And so, how do oh, you right? I'm gonna bring you to my. I'm gonna, I want. I'm gonna bring you to a family outing. Like I got four daughters and grandson, yeah. and my wife. And I think that I, I need to bring you in. I it's wanna, just very powerful. So I can be and like fun. I told you so. No, I'm just, no, I'm saying it for real. <laughs> Sometimes it goes there, but uh, you know, I try. I always try to bring it back to peace. My goal and mission is to help people live more vibrantly, and you do that when you're feeling aligned, right? When you know when all your energy is together and you're working on the right things, you feel like, yeah. So the question, I, another question I have for you then. Okay, so that's that one thing that I was like, uh, or that, or the, you know, mm -hmm. I was yep. on the fence with, but it totally makes sense now because I, I've spent, I spent a lot of attention on that, on, on, like purposefully, and then the other stuff I totally agree with. So. You kind of told like the you, what did what else can I what can I get from that like yeah. if I if I agree with you yeah like and you get these people that are, that are hiring you and they're like oh yeah you're right so now I'm like why did I why well, right. do that yeah so those are the first I call those the building blocks you have to understand your core self which is the sun moon and rising and then we get into the interesting things then we get into Saturn which is your life lesson. Where Saturn is in your chart is going to tell me the lessons that you will repeat over and over again okay. in your life. Do we do that? I don't know if you want me to go there when you're <laughs> in this situation, but then, then you have Pluto. Pluto is the planet of deep transformation where Pluto sits on your chart. You've got potentially, if you allow it, you have a lot of stuff that's going to come up for you to observe and to work with that will provide unbelievable growth for your life and unbelievable growth for your experience and your maturity and old souls know how to do Pluto work because you're bringing up and those it's a Pluto is generational by the way it's such a slow moving planet that it tends to work in generations so many people share a Pluto placement in their chart and then you've got Uranus Uranus is the planet of disruption so Uranus is the part of you that's like I am so sick of this, that I'm going to burn it down, baby, and we're going to build a new one, and I don't know what it looks like, but it's going to be better than this, because this sucks. Excuse my language. And so, it's that... I said worse than that on here. So, Uranus is that part of you that causes disruption, and you do that because Uranus is a very altruistic planet. It wants to make the world a better place, but it's that part of you that can be brave enough to speak up and say, this shit's got to go, and we got to burn it down, and we have... So, a lot... and. So Uranus rules Aquarius. We are in the age of Aquarius. What's happening in the world right now? A lot of disruption, a lot of things that we knew to be true, a lot of infrastructure, systems, governments, crumbling to the ground, blowing up because people are pushing that pressure forward and saying change has to come. And it doesn't always happen in a smooth, easy, diplomatic way. Sometimes bad things have to happen. Uranus can sometimes, in some people's charts, it translates to actual activities like divorces or, um, you know, losing your job or losing someone who's extremely important to you. And it's there because it's teaching you how to handle that and how to become courageous with that part of yourself. Because everybody wants to stop that. Like, I don't want to have to experience that. No! Love that Uranus part of yourself because it's... So, I mean, people who are naturally born Aquarians are so unique. You'll know them because they're the people who don't get IDGAF. 
Mm-hmm. You know what that means, right? That, that is the acronym for Aquarians. They're so confident in who they are that they don't really care. They don't suffer from FOMO. They don't have any, like, I know who I am. I know what I like. When you see young people who are Aquarians, they're powerful people, man. And for someone like me and my generation who was taught to have manners and there's all these social beliefs that I have to follow, she sometimes, I have a daughter who's an Aquarian, and sometimes I'm just like, you can't do that. And she's like, oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, when I let her do it, I'm just like, damn, like you just gave me permission to be me. Mm-hmm. And so you learn when you start to understand astrology. You can, there's just the world opens up and you can appreciate people and you learn from people if you allow yourself, right? Because you're going to find people who are so different from you. It, okay, you you're not going to get away. That, the lesson part, we're going to go back to that. <laughs> I, I don't care what you, I want to hear it. All right, so Saturn is, we call it the disciplinarian in, the, in astrology. Is that the lessons? It's the, life the first, lessons, the right? Life lessons. So okay. where Saturn sits in your chart, it's, it's, uh, it's there to tap on the glass and say, are you getting it? Are you getting it? Are you getting it? And if you're not paying attention to the tapping on the glass, it's going to start creating things. Saturn moves around your chart very quickly. It's called the seven-year itch. Every seven years, Saturn has an important placement in your chart that it'll tap on the glass. Okay? So for you, your Saturn sits in Virgo. Virgo is the sign as an earthbound sign. Um, you have quite a bit of earth in your chart, so it's not that foreign to you. But Virgo is the sign of the healer. Um, It is the sign of being in service to others, selfless service. Um, Virgo has to have a plan, and they have to, you know, they can be somewhat overly analytical because they don't like to take risks. So they want to make sure I know this is going to work. And if I don't think it's going to work, I'm going to have a double tertiary. I'm going to have all these supplemental plans to make sure I achieve my objective. And so they're very focused, very analytical. Sometimes they can't feel anything because they're just so focused on the goal or so focused on not failing that they can be the ultimate perfectionist. And they they have these ideals that if it's not absolutely perfect, I've freaking failed. I have failed and I need to, I don't know. I don't know what to do with myself. I have failed. It's a hard, it's one of the hardest signs of the Zodiac. Um, I have a lot of Virgo in me. Um, So your Saturn, your disciplinarian sits, meaning that this part of yourself or the need to be this way is part of your life lesson. Either you're too much of a Virgo or you're not enough of a Virgo. And for you, it sits in the house of the home. So it could be your home life growing up. It could be the home life you have now. It's not necessarily your house of partnership or marriage. That's a different part of your chart, but it could mean um, how you define home. And it could be your relationship to your siblings. Um, And so there are opportunities there. Perhaps if I were to read this, I would say there might be some elements to how you're living your life with those things that you call home or feel are your home. I've been reaching out to my brothers and sisters more lately because I feel that we've not been close enough Mm. and I miss them even though we don't have a relationship. Mm. I've done it the last 30 days actually. And And I call them when I think about them instead of just wondering what they're doing yeah and just they, and they, my sister was like oh you i didn't you called me you know or mm-hmm. talked to my brother and asked him you know how he's doing 
Yeah. So, and you say you don't have a relationship with them. How come? They slowed me down. Mm. They're two slow stinkers. Um, they dwell in the past. All right. <laughs> and I want to move forward. I don't believe in the same thing. I, I feel like I've outgrown people in my life because yeah. they're going in reverse and I want to move forward. Um, and, but, uh, but based on what you're saying and what I'm learning about myself is like people grow at their own rate. They do. Um, but then I would then I would follow that even myself. I would counter that. But I was like, well, that doesn't mean I had to stay there and wait for them. That's exactly right. And I agree with that as well. Yeah. But that is just they just somewhere else. And I don't want to be there. I don't want to be a part of that. I, I sometimes I don't feel that they're mentally, emotionally or spiritually or financially moving forward. And I don't want to be a part of that because I think it'll hold me back. Mm. So there's some fear, potentially. Oh, no, no potential. It's there. Fear is there, yeah. yeah. And that makes complete sense to me. So sharing that, thank you for sharing that. Because that can be hard to talk about our family It is hard. I mean, I think my wife has something to do with this this scenario Mm. because it is. Everything, I always tell tell my wife, everything in my life is perfect. Mm. Other Mm. than family. Absolutely. Well, other than family, <laughs> other than family. So I I'm on that one. Yeah. Is that what he you're saying? Me, like, <laughs> but I don't talk about nothing yeah. bad happening in, in, right. in my career or my client. Like, no, that is no. Yeah, I'm growing. Yep, yep. But I go home and I'm. It's like the only place that I feel like I. Like well, I'm to, like it's just like the only so thing good. that I have to work on, and it's it's the hardest thing that I've ever done in my damn life. I am so that to me. <laughs> thank you because that's that's how I get paid is when people reinforce what I've said. Connects, yeah. right? Totally. That's what I wonder. I, I, I'm yeah. a person, you ask me a question, yeah. I don't care who knows. Because yeah, I want to do the work. It, like, I want it. It, it is. And it's a part <laughs> of your chart that it, it's creating an opportunity. It's acknowledging that that's there. It moves quickly. So it's going to keep tapping on that glass. And you're on, on a journey years, to actually, figure like. because it's coming to some sort of fruition. I was just looking at your transits. I mean, not to get into really complicated, but there, there's a lot of ways that you can work with that. And it does take time. I've worked on my Saturn for a long time, trying to properly interpret it for my life because it could mean, for me, five or six different things. And I'm like, which one should I work on? What am I, what am I supposed to do, right? And I've read books, I've got, I've got books on Saturn trying to figure it out, right? But the reality is the answer to my question is within me. Awareness. And I just have to keep my focus on it. I have to keep it there in front of me that when these experiences come forward related to how my Saturn or your Saturn or your family in your case, how do you know that there's something here for you to learn? And that's the first thing that comes forward. Not necessarily, they make me crazy. They're too slow. I don't like the way they think. They're so misaligned with me. You know, all those things, which make complete sense into why you would want to cut them off. I've done the same with my own personal life. But there's something more there. I, I read something one time, and this is for me. I think I use for everybody now, as like people sometimes, especially with family, people are like, oh, I have to. I, they're my mom. They're my dad. I was like, yeah, no, they said, to. no, you can love them, but you don't. You don't have to yes. be them or be. They don't have to be this, this, this set part of your life. Like, and so when I heard that, that's why I was like, I don't have to hang out with them and kick it with them, but I can still right. let them know how I feel that I love them. Yes. And that's what I want to do. Yes. Um, I don't think that a lot of them, we do, I don't think we align in a lot of things. And I just know we don't. I don't think. I know we don't. That doesn't mean that I can't share you with you my, right. 
my compassion, my grace, and my empathy, that's or exactly my knowledge, right. and then so I go from there. So that's what I've been working on. Because ultimately, you know, for people who are in the woo-woo industry, right, are, the ultimate point of ascension is that we can look at every other human being in the world with compassion and grace and empathy. That you can find love for every single person. The guy standing outside the target entrance with the sign is no different than our spouse, than no different than our kids. There are just a soul People, finding that, their that way. That doesn't count car when you're driving, right? No. <laughs> come on now. <laughs> Look, I, have, I can beat anybody with road rage, but, but uh, I'm a New Yorker, man. I'm telling you what. But there is, but ultimately that's the goal. The goal is to be able to see the love in every other human People being. People told and me I'm crazy. Damn hard. I've said that before. Yeah, I said but that's people the, like people like uh, my wife has said it. And other people have said it. So you can't love everybody the same. I said, why not? We're all human. Well, and it depends on how you define love, too. <laughs> right, right, yeah, right. Love is. I don't have to like you. Right. I can love you. I can put my. I, I see. I mean, we did it. We put I our lives on line for people all yeah. the time that were our, yes. we're our family. That's right. <laughs> like that's, that's right. my life. Like I don't know yeah. what else to do. Yeah, like, I think. It's always good to try to, it's such, It's probably the hardest lesson for anyone to learn, and I don't think we do learn it. I think very few people learn it perfectly in a lifetime, mm -hmm. is how to just unconditionally love without judgment, without criticism, you know, and, it's, and it doesn't disqualify when I'm driving down the road saying, this asshole Freaking no yeah. blinker. What the hell yeah. do you think yeah. you're done? You got a Calm lot down, of nerve. I know. You got a lot of damn nerve. Like, yeah. They not yeah. put blinkers yeah. in these new cars. Oh, my God. I told people when I moved here. Okay, so I've only been here a few months, and I had friends and family come down to visit, and I said there's four things you need to know about North Carolina that don't exist in New York. Number one, un undercover cars, and they're real. Yep. And they're right behind you going 55, waiting for somebody to come and pull out, and they're scary as hell. <laughs> so just know that that could happen because they've lit up behind me before, and I'm like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> I'm not, they don't, we're not allowed to have those in New York, so we don't have them. So uh. it's really different. Um, the other one is, I'm pretty sure that there's no inspection process on your car because I've seen these Bajigaloops go down the road <laughs> yeah. with no taillights. It's the country. I'm like, what in the They're hell like is this? this? Like, how am I going to know you're stopping? You got no doors, yards of yeah. yeah. trailer with equipment that's not tied down. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. And the third thing is, um, you are not required to use your turn signals yeah. here. It is all intuitive. You got to have everything, all senses on high alert because somebody's going to cut your ass off and then or you're like, like click it when they turn it as the wheel goes mm -hmm. that way they oh, click yeah, it they the just, yeah. <laughs> I have a stupid little sign that my kids won't let me use in my car and it's actually a handheld sign and one side it says sorry and the other side it says thank you and I'm like <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna cut you off right now because I forgot I was supposed to. We always learn something, but that. I think that's the I think that's the biggest the biggest portion of this. Like you, like being knowing what you need to work on, being self aware as we talk yeah. about yes. burying the ego. Yep. It, that's why, I like, I, I can use like you know I, you might meet people that are not ready for that, but like I want to be transparent and vulnerable yeah. because. Like you said, if I can't do it and I'm trying to lead from the front, then why should I expect anyone else to do right. it? Right. Right, and that's not how I work. So it's it's powerful. Or Jody, you know, I mean, we you all know, we both the same. It's so. super powerful, <laughs> I think, when you if you take astrology and you put it into a workplace environment, right? Because if you can get your team to share the most basic sun, moon, and rising, in say a team development exercise or a mm -hmm. lunch and learn, imagine <clears throat> what 
how important it would be for us to realize that, you know, for you to know, this guy's a cancer, right, on his son. So he has to radiate caring and concern and empathy, but he's also going to cut you right mm -hmm. off if you cross him the wrong way. I'm just saying. I got a good one when you have to Yeah, but you also need to know that he's also this Gemini. So if you're like, can you just shut up and stop talking? That's not going to happen, right? And right. so... How do you learn? And I think from for a leader's perspective, knowing that about your employees, because the worst thing I could do is try to give you coaching on how to grow your career or how to be more successful or get to the next level and say something that's going to cause you to be anything but who you authentically are. <laughs> if I say, look, you got to stop feeling so much. You're too sensitive. Okay, that's not going to happen. Right. And if I don't know that as a leader, I'm going to put Stifle you in a him. box that you yeah. can't achieve. And now all of a sudden, you know, you're going to continue to fail and you're going to feel like, what's wrong with me? Why am I not getting in this damn company isn't giving me what I need and you're not promoting me and you said you would. Okay, but there's so much more to this conversation. So you right? saw my friends being here. So I'm going to ask you, I got a direct question for you. Oh boy. About me. Have you ever been concerned about how fast I move? Yes. Why? Because I don't know that you're looking far enough out to see the second and third order effects. And well, that's how he views it. So that, okay, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Or that you're going to burn out. Yeah, He'll never burn out. Geminis are, they're energizer bunnies. But he does hit a wall. He does hit a wall, and that's because you do have some earth. So the earth part of your chart is where I'm yeah, going to look to see. Like yeah, <laughs> I, 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 The earth part of people's charts is worse. And in, in a corporate environment, that's where I'm going to see whether or not they can be a strategist. Oh, because earth signs are strategists. They are looking 10 steps ahead. They want to get there, and they're going to be planning how to get there with varying degrees do. of risk, of emotional input. So um, you know, there's just so, there's just parts of them that are achievement oriented, and they're the long game. They're in it for the long game versus yeah, that others that sense. are. It not makes sense long what he says, people. though. I kind of, it makes sense. Like you said, how we can. Because he, he's, cons I, I've, I've heard it in your tone before that you're concerned, but like I'm our, I, I know, I know how it looks. For some reason, I can visualize what it looks like next year. Mm -hmm. Like I talk to the right people, and I, and I move, and it's just natural to me. It, it, it's not hard to me, and some people will see it as like, man, you moving so fast. I've had multiple people tell me, you need to learn how to slow down. My whole life, no, it's boring. I don't like it. Yeah, you don't. You don't like it. <laughs> I totally like it. Your emotional body. Yeah, I want to move, bro. Like I want to. Yeah, I want to go. Let's do it. Let's get over with. Let's do the next right? thing, right? You can't. And, and, and people are concerned about that um, because because they feel that I, if I slow down, but they they're projecting themselves onto you too. Yeah. Like when we oh, yeah, had our sure. previous guest, and I said to him, he was talking about his grind. I was like, that sounds awful to me. Great for you, <laughs> awful for me. I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of times people because they care. They're, they see, like, Morgan, you're going so fast, and that's okay for you, but my care for you makes me say, because I'm projecting myself onto you, like, yeah. oh, that would suck for me. Not, and I think that's your point, like, once you understand each other. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Being able to then support I know the, that. The way he does it is, because he's smooth, too, because that's why I like he's my friend, because he won't be like, dude, you move too fucking fast. He'll be like, but have you thought about this? Because he's good at what he does, right? Because yeah. right. like I'm yeah. not oblivious to what he's doing, but I didn't know why he was doing it, right? I thought we were just having a conversation, but it makes sense now. He's like, "Well, what about this, this, and this?" And I'm like, "Oh, this is what I'm saying." He said, "Okay, sounds good." Or, but, but, but what about this? And this? he always asks questions. And that's yes. you know, a good friend, good leader in, yep. in general. 
Uh, and most people are like, dude, you gotta slow down. But they don't ask any questions. They just assume that I don't know what the f- I'm talking about. Right. Right. And I always tell people, I don't make moves if I don't already have. I, I can tell you what I'm gonna say before I say it. Right. And if you're talking, <laughs> if you're talking to somebody who's a Capricorn or a Virgo or a Taurus, they're gonna be terrified of you because they don't like to take those kinds of risks. They wanna think oh, everything I would like to go through. back to so many relationships and oh, wonder because yeah. people. I, I've had women when I was dating oh, back yeah. in the day tell me it's like. You're too you're you're too goal goal oriented. You got so much going on. You're moving so fast. Like I'm, it, it intimidates me. Like, mm-hmm. What? You you don't want somebody out going out to get the, so it, it it it's a it blows your mind. He's like you don't want somebody driven. That's how I'm thinking about it. Right. 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 And, and so they like yeah you're just too much. Like you you got it all figured out and the everything is going. Is there, yeah. Because yeah. people always tell me like you don't see what you do to people. I said like, I'm the nicest dude ever. You are so nice. You are, but the, but like they they feel like I'm. I guess I'm projecting my energy on them, and they like I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want caffeine. Yeah, yeah. I want decaf. The other interesting <laughs> thing about your chart is that you have very little fire energy in your chart. Fire is that intensity, that like mm-hmm. like I see it, I want it, I got it. Boom, 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 boom. Right, and they they are out of the gate. Um, they are leaders. They're inspirational. They're like, come with me, I got it. You know, they're courageous. They're brave. Um, and when I see that someone doesn't have a lot of a, of a particular element in their chart, I always ask two questions of you. Number one, are you shy, timid, or do you have a whole lot of fire in you and you just didn't, like, they didn't need to put any planets there because you got more than enough. I ain't timid. Yeah. I think you know that. Yeah, that I know. That's birth. what I was thinking. I just wanted <laughs> I to I am the guy that like, you, you want somebody to go talk to them, just call me. Yeah, your work, your work <laughs> in this lifetime is to, is to embrace the other elements, right? The air... Um, the, fu- the air, the earth, and the water, right? That emotional side. And how do you balance that with all of that fire energy that you and you automatically bring? That's literally my life. It's all the lessons of the planets are all positioned in a way to teach you, to give you challenge in conflict, to learn how to temper that fire. It can't be a wildfire that just sweeps so fast. Sometimes it just needs to sit in the embers and you freaking hate that. Like, I don't, don't block me off so I just smolder out. I need to keep going. But there's something in that barricade. There's earth, there's sand in that barricade that's forcing you to slow down for a purpose. And, and only you can figure out why. So think about it that way. Embrace the fact that you bring so much of that fire. We will address that off this, yeah. off this side because I do have so much for the head right now. And I looked over. Oh my! This might be the longest one we've ever know, done. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no don't I be sorry. I get told told I ain't yeah. done. <laughs> and I feel like I've been the tennis announcer. I've just been like, uh, uh, uh. yeah. We it's why I didn't want the guests in there because you go back and forth. But like, yes, yeah. yes, I don't. Let's, can we wrap this up so we, we can talk to her? We got to wrap it. And, and <laughs> I, I love y'all, but I want to go. <laughs> well, and, and we're bumping up against our time. Holly, we definitely have to have you back on. I would love to. And uh, how can people get in touch with you? Let's start there. Okay, my uh, website is www.hollyseeger.com, H-O-L-L-Y-S-E-G-U-R.com. And then um, I'm pretty active on Instagram, and that is oh. at embodied underscore astrology um and so you can find me on those two or you can just find me if you're here in north carolina i'm around i'm i'm getting i'm putting a lot of foot traffic time in so um you'll get to see me lots of places and yeah so please reach out i love having conversations and um yeah i love to make those connections just be prepared to have long conversations because again like two hours when you and i were having coffee went by in the blink of an eye 
Yeah. And I know there's many more of those in the future. My shaman teacher used to say, I bend time. I could see that. Yeah. In I the matrix, I bend like, time. With the spoon. <laughs> right? Don't try to bend the spoon. Bend your right. mind. Bend your mind. Bend the time. Oh, I know, man. Morgan's gone so deep yeah, right now. That's yeah, my, that's yes, my yes. damn right there, bro. I'm with the woo-woo. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay with it. All of it. I like, all of it. it oh, let's get off. Because I... Yeah. All right. Well, hey, everybody. <laughs> Another great episode. Please leave us, uh, you know, the stars and, and reviews. Take a, a couple minutes or 30 seconds, whatever it takes to write a review. We would really appreciate it. Love to hear what you want us to talk about, you know, topics, uh, things that pop up, ask us questions, whatever. All of it's good. Leave the dark side, come over to the light. The force will be with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye.